0: All right, y'all. We have had yet another busy few weeks. <laughs> it's like we're gone. We're doing terrible about doing <laughs> weekly episodes <laughs> this season, but it has been crazy. So I'm planning a wedding, which is going to be next weekend. Thank God. And I feel like I'll get my life back and hopefully some money. so I won't keep spending it on a wedding. I got gotcha. It would be really nice if her dad would have pitched in and helped. Ah, uh, but that's for another season of the honey squad wow. we'll get back on family bashing <laughs> right this shit's expensive but anyways got to a wreck went to go show a house to a woman who decided to take her house off of the market after I got her the dream deal she was looking for the deal she wanted she decided she wasn't going to sell so there was a family that was going to buy her house we finally gotten them to come up on their offer which would and we got the other house to come down on theirs and wrecked my car going to show her another house, and then the next day she's like, "Yeah, I don't want to sell anymore." And I was just like, "Motherfucker, you've got to be kidding me!" I wanted to seriously flip a table. I was so mad. This week has been absolutely freaking insane.
1: I know it's been rough at work too. God,
0: what have you been dealing with, honey? There's been arguments
1: <laughs> at work. Arguments. Arguments. Too. fill that tea. Arguments at work. Vicky says that Lynn is mean and. And I'm just, and Vicky was crying. Oh, sorry. I shouldn't have said her name. Mm. Anyway, my coworker was crying and I'm just like, ooh, my goodness. And then they asked me, I'm like, you know what? I'm in my own lane. I'm
0: going to ABC my way out of this.
1: Show <laughs> the hell am. Like I started back school two weeks ago. That's right. Girl, I'm trying to get time to look at stuff on the laptop. It's like a chore because I have a 14 year old who's holding it hostage because we're down to one laptop. Oh, so we... I'm fixing to get
0: a new one, so I can give you my old one.
1: <laughs> like I said, we are, it is like a struggle of a lifetime. Like, I couldn't get my labs to go through. It's been a week, and I was just like, I'm over it. Like, yeah. seriously, this week has been.
0: Hasn't it been crazy? It has. This whole week. Monday was okay, but I don't know what happened. to. I don't know if something went into retrograde on Tuesday, and it was just like, if you're an Aquarius, we're about to fuck your shit up. Because <laughs> it did. And then today is uh, kind of like one of those days where I get misty-eyed and I'm just like all day, but I have to do stuff to keep my mind off of it because nine years ago today was the last time I saw my dad at the nursing home and we had the best conversation ever. It was just absolutely amazing and I did not want to leave. Like, Whenever I think about this day, I just think about how bad I didn't want to leave, but my ex-husband at the time would sit out in the car because he didn't want to sit in there and Mm -hmm. I felt pressured by him go back out to the car to go home because he always talked about how miserable it was for him to sit in the car and wait. Yeah. And so I have so many regrets when it comes to that stuff. He did some nice stuff a couple of times, but for the most part you know, I just think about, God, that was like the best conversation I've ever had with my dad. It's It's always the best. Yeah. And then two days later he was back in the ER and then they put him in palliative care and then He died on his birthday.
1: Oh, no. Only my dad. Well, you know what? Um, One of my high school, the only high school history teacher that I can remember that I really liked died on his birthday.
0: Really? Yes. I wonder if that's rare. I have never Googled what the statistics are on that, but I feel like it has to be. Like, seriously, because
1: Daddy was like, you know, Mr. Jolly died. And I was like, yeah, on his birthday. Um, And it's it's just wild, the people that die on their birthday.
0: You know how you meet people, and you're like, God, I wish everybody, he, like, knew everybody. Mm -hmm. Like, I wish everybody knew my dad. Like, everybody that I know now that didn't know me before my parents passed away. Mm -hmm. Because, God, he would have loved you. He would have had so much fun with you. He would have thought CJ was the tits. (laughs) They would have been best friends. (laughs) CJ doesn't seem to think so, because um, his views on religion are vastly different, but... I I think because they share, you know, the army, Mm -hmm. their love for the Braves, their Mm -hmm. love for UT football. Daddy, he didn't care about, like, he would have been like, you know, well, you know, I would like for you to Mm -hmm. come back to, you know, Mm -hmm. our Lord and Savior. But he wouldn't have held that against him because Daddy just wanted somebody who was going to love me. And then the rest was, you know, these kids. Oh, my God. My dad and Zarian and Xander together, they would be in jail. But it would be amazing, and they would have had the best time ever. I mean, it would have been a trip. So, like, this time of year, I, you know, kind of get a little misty because it's just like, ah, all the what-ifs. Like, ah, I really wish. Yeah. Like, he could have been a part of their lives, but, or in mine longer. (laughs) I got you, girl. He was my best friend. I got you. But, yeah, anyways, it is what it is. Yeah, you know, and, well,
1: I'm going to tell you, my parents, you know, we sent... my parents to um, D.C. For their, their yeah. um, for their wedding anniversary. Me, Alicia, and Adrian sent them to D.C. for their wedding anniversary. Because yeah. they had the big 5-0 in June. That's amazing. Um, and it was so funny because Monday, because I took them to the airport. Mm-hmm. And I got them there. I got them back. And then later on, Alicia called. And she said, Mom and Dad were talking about your driving. <laughs> I said, excuse me? She said, yeah, mom and dad were talking about your driving. And mom said, daddy said, well, what do you think about Lucretia's driving? After I dropped him off. And I thought, I know the hell that he didn't. Yeah. I get my damn driver from his ass. He he doesn't realize how many times that we were on the road. And I felt like I was in, I was in the back seat of the, the car in front of us. Yeah. Because we're so much on him. Yeah. And he forgot, he forgot that he does have a lead foot. Yeah. But, yeah, so they
0: were talking about my driving. That's been the joke of the week. <laughs> my dad taught me how to drive, too, but I feel like I'm a really good driver.
1: Uh, you know what? I feel like it, it is what
0: it is. Tuesday was absolutely not my fault. <laughs> it was the 18-wheeler in front of me's fault. I'm going to tell you. I had but. a
1: wreck. Uh, Rick Zarian and I, me and Mom
0: and Zarian had a
1: wreck um, four years ago coming up my Eagle.
0: That just scary. I mean, so basically what happened was the 18-wheelers truck tire popped. And I was mm-hmm. on the phone with CJ when it happened. And I heard it. And so initially, the reason why it scared me was because it sounded like a gunshot. Mm-hmm. And I have PTSD from the shootout right. that I was in when I was a kid. And anything that sounds like that, like, makes my heart race. Mm-hmm. It's like it takes you back to that trauma. Right. And so I saw it, and I was just like, Oh shit! That tire just popped, and he was just like, "Watch out for the tread." And as soon as he said it, the tread starts coming off. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like slowing down, like I slowed way down, because when it popped, he was probably about four car lengths ahead of me. Mm-hmm. And then I slowed down, and there, of course, there's a car on my ass, and he didn't want to slow down. And I was just like, "Well, you're just gonna have to get fucked, buddy," because I'm not gonna get hit by this tire tread. Right. And I still got hit by the tire tread. Like I tried to swerve, and it like. It bounced on the road, it went up, and I was just like, okay, it's going to come back down where it bounced, and mm-hmm. so I went around it, and of course, it didn't come back down where it bounced. Yeah. So.
1: You know, and the first day I was going to tell you, and I don't to that, that, you should call mom and daddy, but they weren't there.
0: They were in DC Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I wouldn't even have thought of that, though. So, I'm the worst about asking for help. Uh, I didn't not. even want to call CJ. Like I was, he. I was like, I was in his car too, the new car. Right. And I was like, he's gonna be fucking mad at me. So I didn't even want to call him. And this really nice state trooper who is going to let me help him find a home now. Because you know what? I'm always working, y'all. Any <laughs> oh, situation. I'm in a car wreck and I'm still working. <laughs> I was like trying to negotiate deals on the way home. Lord. But um, yeah, he pulled over and he was <laughs> super, super nice. I think he felt sorry for me because I was tripping balls. When you're on the side of an interstate and an 18-wheeler, three at a time, goes flying, you and it's like rocking your car, it's just like, oh my God. If he's not paying attention and he clips me, I'm in a ditch. Well, so. see, that's what
1: happened to me. We were coming up; it was we had been to Atlanta, we had been at the zoo, yeah,
0: and all that stuff.
1: And so we were coming up the mountain, and the car clipped my bumper. Yeah. And then we were on the inside of the we were on the inside lane, but there was an eighteen wheeler on the outside. <sighs> so I was just like, holy shit! And it was dark, and I was like,
0: oh. that's just traumatizing.
1: And like seriously, like anytime, and I haven't been to you know Chattanooga or Atlanta too much since i think i've been maybe three times since that happened but even when we were coming back from myrtle beach
0: yeah
1: i hauled ass up
0: hell yes
1: because i it's just every time i get to that point yeah because we were
0: just about to the top like you remember it yeah yeah like where the two where the road goes through the two yeah we were yeah yeah. we were
1: we were just about there and honey that's where we were like i said
0: we we Drug- Tou- truck drivers are even scared of Montego Mountain. Yeah.
1: COVID and all, a hauled ass You're like COVID and all, all the way home. I don't blame you. Not at all. A, you know the kids were like there was like, You okay, Mom? Like, you know, mom don't feel good. It's getting dark. Mm-hmm. I can't see. We gotta get home. Right. I should, had, I should have taught you how to draw sooner. <laughs> it, is, it was horrible, but like seriously, I I, honey, I know that feeling of the the dread, the dread and the, yeah. the panic, yeah, because there is nothing on the other side. No, it's either it's either the mountain, yeah, or the valley,
0: right? That's it. And it's just like, there hey, you were kind of fucked right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it was pretty scary. So. But yeah, I'm just glad that we have insurance. <laughs> yeah, I agree, girl. But agree. we all need to stay out of cars because last October CJ got T-boned. Then that shit happened with Sophie, and then this. And it's just like we just all need to stay out of cars. We just all need to stay out of cars.
1: I know. Yeah. It's so funny because you know, like I said, my, they you know they were talking about my driving, but shit, I yeah. got them there,
0: <laughs> right? I got them there. But did you die? Exactly. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: Right. That, that's my go-to when anybody complains about anything about me and my driving. But did you die?
1: I know. No, you didn't. You did. Are, are you still walking? Yes, I am. Are you still walking? That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Do you have... Oh, no, I thought you were asking <laughs> no, me. Sorry. <laughs> are, are, are you walking? Yes. yes. Do you have all your parts? Yes. Can you mm-hmm. see? Yes.
0: Are you missing one toe? Well, that's your problem, not mine. <laughs> I didn't have nothing to do with that. That's not a me
1: problem. That's a you problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Well, y'all, tonight we are talking... We're going to dive a little bit deeper into um, critical race theory. Maybe not, but I don't know. I guess it's diving deeper because um, we're going to talk about, like, how it makes people feel when I have conversations with folks. So, since (laughs) we have been doing this um, season, like, I've been pulling random people aside. Like, if I see a black woman, you know, Mm -hmm. is not really doing anything, I don't feel like I'm interrupting her, I will... Like at Kroger's I did it the other day (laughs) and I was just like hey I'm doing a podcast on racism and you know I'm doing it with um, my stepson's mom she's black I'm white and we've got this great friendship and we decided you know what can we do to kind of maybe bridge a gap Mm -hmm. and I asked her I said do you feel like racism is still an issue and she said yes and so I asked another black woman I don't know maybe a week before that and I don't remember where I was I was I think I was Maybe I was ai I can't say where I was because I used a gift card and I was supposed to use it with CJ. Mm-mm, don't say it. Just Anyways, just say it. there was a woman there and I asked her and she said no, that she doesn't think that it's as bad. And so I've gotten mixed answers. Now, I'm still asking people randomly like, hey, I'm sorry I'm not a crazy woman, can I ask you a question? But, um, so one of the things that somebody had reached out to me, a friend, a guy friend of mine who's white. Mm-hmm. Had reached out to me and he was just like, you know, I'm listening to the podcast and um, I've got something that I feel like is valuable from a white person's point of view. And I was mm-hmm. just like, I want everybody's point of view. I said, white, black, you know, Mexican, Chinese, Japanese, I don't care. I said, I want to know how everybody feels about the issues with racism and how we can fix it. You know, and come to me with educated things. Mm-hmm. Don't come to me with judgment. Right. Or hate. Because we're trying to fix this shit not make it worse. Right. So, he had said to me that he feels guilty for being white. And um, he feels like, you know, no matter what he does, he's going to be viewed as being a racist person. And then we started talking about critical race theory. And how basically, critical race theory, just to break it down again, means that all white people are born racist. That no matter what our upbringing is, you could I could have two black parents and I was adopted, but I'm still gonna be racist because I was born white. So um, and y'all, if somebody has read into it way further than I have and can shed some better education for me on it, that's what I got out of it when I was reading what it is. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, he was talking about how, you know, I'm just, I'm not a racist person. I've never done anything racist. I've never felt, you know, any sort of way against black people or anybody of any other race. Right. And so, um, you know, he was just like, I don't understand why this has to get put on us. And I was just like, that's really interesting. Like, I want to, I won't use your name. Cause I can't use his name because he doesn't want me to. We'll but call him Tim. Tim. Good old Tim. So, Tim you know, he's he's struggling with it because he's like, I don't know how to act. And then when you hear things about... Because, so, race theory is starting to become this big thing because they're trying to teach it in elementary school. And, like, all these areas are, like, not allowing it in school. And so, again, that just becomes another thing that's racist. And I feel like that word's getting thrown around wrong. I... I, I don't understand why they're trying to teach it in elementary school. So, I think... I don't know. I think... And again, I try to be careful with what I say because I don't want to say the wrong thing and offend or hurt anybody because that's not my goal. Right. Um, Part of the reason why I think some of the... Because it is more of a liberal, you know, woke idea. Right. And I think some of the reasons why they want to teach it so young in school is to change the way people think. It's kind of almost like gaslighting a child. Right. But I'm going to tell you...
1: Kelly, I remember, like I told you, I remember, you remember I saying my best friend mm-hmm. growing up until we were in sixth grade. I really don't feel like that truly changes until you kind of get to the middle school, high school area.
0: Right. But I mean, why does somebody feel like it's okay to tell a kindergartner, I'm sorry, maybe it's like second grade, they start doing it or fourth or fifth, but whatever. A child whose brain is still not even fully formed and doesn't even really understand racism unless their parents are running around burning crosses with capes over their heads. Yeah. You know, I mean, even then I feel like they don't understand it because their frontal lobe's not even fully formed. They don't get the gravity of it because they're children. It's like in the Bible when it says, think as a child, act as a child. Right. You know, look at life as a child because children are innocent. Yeah. And so you're trying to fill these innocent kids' heads with things that they don't even understand. And then they grow up thinking, oh, my God, I'm a racist, when they're probably really not. I don't think that I'm a racist at all. I've never thought that about myself. Um, now, I don't know. There could be people who don't know me who, I don't know. I don't know why anybody would ever think that I am, not unless I've said something that was, you know, I guess, an, 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 an uneducated thing for me to say. Right. But nothing out of, you know, being malicious. Right. Right. So, I mean, and I'm sure we've all done it at some point in time. But anyways, so I'm talking to my husband about it. And he's just like, yeah, I can understand that. And so we talk a little bit deeper about it. And he said, well, I mean, if you think about it, you know, my son is mixed. Mm -hmm. His mom is black. I am white. So that means that I have to hate my son because he's a minority. Because if black people are a minority, well, the mixed kids are even more of a minority. So because of critical race theory, that means that, you know, the rest of my children are white, you and your children are white, that means that we all hate my son, if critical race theory is true, Mm -hmm. because we were all born racist. So he was just like, to me, that makes me so angry, because how are you going to sit there and say that that's how I feel about my child when I would die for my child? Right. I don't feel like somebody who is racist would die for somebody of a race that they're against. Exactly. So, you know, why is this generalization out there to make us feel a certain way? Because that's not fair for the people who don't look at life like that. And then I think about Quez, the guy who saved my daughter. Right. For all the people who don't know, um, my daughter was in a really horrific car accident. And I try not to blow things out of proportion because I'm too old for that shit. But, um, you know, she almost burned alive and died in a car accident. And a black man with his family pulled over. And if it were not for him, my child would be dead. And I love that man to death. He is my family now. His wife, his children. Haven't met his daughter yet and some of his other family members. Right. But they're all family now. You saved my daughter. Oh, you're part of the family. Right. So, if critical race theory is true, why would I be so kind and loving and accepting of him and his family, even if he saved my daughter. So that to me is just such a huge fallacy that it's like getting pushed onto people. And then you look at the white person's side of it. Where I just found out the other day, um, there's this book called The Lies My Teacher Told Me. I suggest everybody go out and read it. I feel like that would fix so many issues in the world because... There are so many things that are whitewashed, like super whitewashed, and things that people don't talk about that are true, that we should know about. So Abraham Lincoln was for, you know, black people having their rights, ending slavery, but it was only in the South. It was not in the North. So if people had black slaves in the North, they still had black slaves. It was only in the South where they were allowed to be free. And so, you know, years later, here comes Woodrow Wilson. And times had changed, and they had been given more rights, and um, it wasn't as bad as it was back when, you know, the Civil War was over, and you actually had black people who were working in Washington that had federal jobs. Well, Woodrow Wilson was from the South, and he was a huge racist. And so he comes in, and he takes all the jobs away from black people and starts segregating people. So if you were somebody who, like, worked in the mailroom, you couldn't work in a male room with a white person anymore because they were superior. You had to go work in another room. And so that's where segregation starts. And nowhere in my life have I ever read that. Have I ever read a bad thing about, really, I mean, I've read some bad things about presidents, Bill Clinton. But <laughs> <laughs> thanks for the news, blah, blah, blah. But, um, like, no, did you ever know that? No, I didn't. So he, you know, initially started segregation. Because he was racist, but they want to treat people that are a part of the government like heroes when clearly they've not always been heroes. No. And history has not been told the way it actually happened. So you get all these things that, and you know, maybe this is the conspiracy theorist in me because I can get deep into that shit. Mm -hmm. Like I can get lost in a conspiracy theory all day long. Like, don't even talk to me about the Rothschilds because we'll be here all night. But, um... And, like, 9-11. Oh, God. Ugh, we can't even go there. But anyways, um... This is this is what I did to burn time in my life. <laughs> Conspiracy theories, sidebar, because I'm going to rabbit trail real quick, are really good for people who have ADD like me. <laughs> because it jumps all over the damn place, and you can follow that shit. You're like, oh, wow. Right. Oh, wow. Oh. Oh, man. Now I feel like I'm being watched. <laughs> but anyways, um... Based off of what I read... Well, I guess listened to because it was an ebook, And then CJ and I were actually listening to an interview that they did with Arthur, Arthur on the way home from McMinnville to take my sign back yesterday. Um, the federal government, it almost seems like, based off of these things that they're talking about, has been the driving factor that has caused racial tensions between white and black people. And then you move on to Tul- Tulsa, Oklahoma which they don't even talk about that nobody talks about what happened in Tulsa they've just they've
1: just started talking about it within the last couple of years because
0: I remember I remember some, saying something about it in the mm-hmm. news there was a documentary was like 18, 19, oh I think 21. it was the Uncle Tom documentary Well, in like
1: 1921 something like that mm-hmm. yeah
0: we need to watch that together on the podcast okay like do like you know hour segments mm-hmm. and like pause it mm-hmm. and talk about it Because, like, there are a lot of people, there are black people who, they're called Uncle Toms, because they don't feel like there's racial tension. They think that it's just made up. Is that, am I saying that right, or?
1: No. Uncle Tom, well, it might be that way, but let me tell you what Uncle Tom is. Uncle Tom is somebody who puts down his own race. Okay. uh, In order to side with the white man. Okay. Or the white woman. Yeah. Um, because, you know, I had, remember I told you this, mm-hmm. um, I had a coworker that I worked with when I worked in corrections, who was, Uncle. Uh, uncle I called him uncle Ruckus because yeah. he, he was racist against his own kind.
0: Oh, Ruckus from that show yeah. that Xander loves. Yeah, and Xanderian. I'm like, y'all need to stop watching that shit.
1: Yeah. But like, you're racist against your own kind. Yeah. In order to side with the white person. Yeah. Um, uh, like. And you just, okay, for instance, have you ever seen the Django? Oh, yeah. You remember Snowball? No, I've only seen it once. Okay, Samuel L. Jackson's really? character, Snowball.
0: Yes, yes. Uncle Tom. Okay. So do you feel like, the, and this might be a good um, conversation for another episode, do you feel like people are Uncle Tom's for, like, self-preservation? No. Why do you think they do it? I really think that they think that me side. well, you know, you're
1: right me side with this is gonna make my life better you're right yeah yeah or they actually believe that yeah or they think that yeah you're right It does because there are several people that i feel yeah
0: so i wonder so like the lady that i asked if she felt like there was still an issue with racism and she said no i wonder if she feels like that because it doesn't affect her like, maybe she's not an Uncle Tom, but she's never had racism affect her yet. Or maybe she's not aware of it, if it has. I feel like... Because I think most black people I know, and even mixed people, like, even people who are, like, Blasian, mm-hmm. can give me a handful of examples where they've been affected or feel mm-hmm. like they've been affected by racism.
1: Yeah. I, I, I do. Because, like I said, when you tell me that... If you were to tell me, you know, racism is no longer a, a issue, and I'm going to tell you, uh, what about Trayvon Martin?
0: Yeah. What
1: about George Floyd? What about Breonna Taylor? Yeah. To me, those are all racially motivated. Because the thing about it is, just bec- because George Floyd was black and he was a big black, yeah, he was he was doing wrong, but you didn't have to kill him. You didn't. Ha- it didn't take four of you to take his ass down and
0: fucking kill him. What about? And I don't know if you saw this on the news. But the pastor, and I forget, I want to say, I think he was from a southern state. I'm not 100% sure. It could have been Arkansas. Um, So I'm not going to tell you what state he was from, but there was on the news the other day, a pastor who was watering the flowers for somebody in his congregation who was on vacation. Mm -hmm. The white woman next door saw a black man in the yard of her neighbor Mm -hmm. and called the police, not knowing who he was. Right. Who even knows if she knows her neighbor's? Right, and so the police show up and he's just like yeah I'm pastor so and so from this church Mm. and I'm watering their flowers and um, they're out of town well we need to see your ID why do I need to show you my ID I just told you who I am and he didn't even bring it with him because it was literally just hop skipping and jump down the road I'm going to water flowers and come back home so he calls his wife to bring his information and then the woman comes out and she recognizes who he is and she's like oh I'm sorry I'm the one that called it in And, no, he's fine to be here, da 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 Well, first of all, it's not your fucking house. So, who gives you a right? Like, good job looking out for your neighbors. But now that you know who it is, you know, there's no problem here. We can all go about our merry way. The wife brings his identification. They fucking arrested him anyway. For what? Trespassing. What Then, a week before that, there was a story on the news about a black woman who was driving with, I think, three or four of her kids in the car with her. And she's pregnant as well. Um, I don't know. Oh, and if you were to see this video, because he was wearing a chest cam, if you were, to, or maybe it was like a dash cam, but if you saw the video, you your hair would be on fire. You would be so fucking livid. I was livid watching it. I was just like, the fuck is this dude doing? And I think this was in Florida. So she's—I don't know if she was speeding or she was just going a couple of miles over. I don't know what the deal was, but he pulls her over. It's dark. It's nighttime. There are no lights on the side of the road. She's on the phone with her husband, and he said, "Go to a well up parking lot." Because as women, we do have to be concerned about our own well-being no matter what the lights look like because there have been plenty of occasions that we all know of in the news where somebody had fake lights and they mm-hmm. pull you over and then they kidnap, rape, and kill you. Right. So, I mean, the world's fucked up. We have to take care of ourselves. Get you in a sixth trap. Exactly. And she's got her kids in the car. Mm-hmm. So, she pulls over and then she rolls down the window. She's very compliant. She puts her hands out. I'm sorry he's like step out of the car step out of the car and I mean he is just being mean about it so she steps out of the car and I think like her daughter was videotaping it too but she steps out of the car and she's just like sir I'm sorry my husband told me to go to a well at parking lot because I couldn't see your car I could just see your lights shut up you need to fucking shut up right now don't talk to me you just shut up put your hands against the car sir I'm pregnant I'm compliant like I mean she's sitting here talking to him like I'm being compliant you know Just trying to do the best she can to defuse a situation that shouldn't be that big of a deal. Well, he manhandles the fuck out of her. She's fucking pregnant. She's a black woman. And then he puts her in the car. Meanwhile, they never said what happened to all the other kids in the car. The guy did get fired. The police chief has said, This is not how we run our, you know, da da da. Apparently, you do do run it like this. Like, don't sit here and try to do fucking, you know, like, oh, we, we don't do this, we don't do this. Where were you when he needed to be trained better? Because that's not... That's not saying we don't do this. You obviously do do this. Right. Like, don't smoke screen me.
1: But this is what I don't understand. If you don't do it, then
0: why why are we having a conversation about it? Damage control. But it's because, I mean, he's in an elected position. But still, fuck you. I mean, you need to make sure that you're having sensitivity training that shit like this doesn't happen. I mean... And then you see the white kid that shot up the Waffle House and how they just, like, you know, babied him into the car, like, you know, da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. Then people sit... So, so somebody who tells me they don't feel like there's an issue with racism can kiss my ass because if you watch the news... Now, of course, the news is for entertainment. They do put their spin on a lot of things. They do. But when you're seeing cameras videotaping this stuff and you're actually seeing it happen... hmm That's not spinning anything. That's showing that there still is an issue that Mm -hmm. we have to fix as people. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things that brings me back to is my friend that I was talking to, he was just like, one of the things that I can identify with with black people is that there are white people who feel like all black people are bad because of, you know, how they get high and murder and rape women. Which goes back to the movie that you were telling me about. Right. And so... He said, and I feel like there have been so many white people that have fucked it up for us. Mm -hmm. All black people think now that we're racist. And that's Mm -hmm. how critical race theory happened Mm -hmm. is because a few bad apples spoiled the bunch. Right. When, if statistically you look (coughs) at it, there are less people who are um, not racist than there are racist people. Right. So, but because it's so horrible, the things that are done, they make that into the news headline. And not the rest of us who don't feel like that, right? And who aren't that way. And so now you're making our struggle worse because we don't want to have these problems. I know.
1: And see, that's what I don't understand, Kelly. Because, like you said, not not everybody's not racist. Yeah. You know, some people just want to fucking get along and get the and live because there's so many more other struggles that people are dealing with Mm than you have to deal with race. Yeah. Like seriously. Like, and it, it, it would crack me up because the late, the people on both sides of me, they're white. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, my neighbors over next door, mm-hmm. you know, they look, they see, but they kind of just mind their business. And, yeah. and like, you know, if when I went out of town to go to uh, Myrtle Beach, you know, i let them know, hey, I'm going to get ready to be leaving. My cousins are staying here. Yeah. Because they're dog sitting, So they don't think that somebody is...
0: Robbing your house. Robbing my house. And so you feel like because they're black, you have to let everybody know so they don't call the cops on them. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's fucked up. Why do you have to, at the age you are, feel like you have to explain yourself to people so that other people don't get in trouble because of the color of their skin?
1: Because people don't know how to mind their own fucking business.
0: God dang. That is (laughs) the damn truth. And... When at one point in time can we look over the bad shit that people have done and stop taking it out on people who have nothing to do with it I know like that's my whole thing and it goes back to the woman that I worked with at Walmart who hated white people until she and I had a conversation and I can understand why I mean she grew up on a segregated side of town she lived through the 60s and when I was sitting there talking to her have I told you this story Mm -hmm. yeah Sitting there talking to her, and I was just like, I can understand why you don't like white people. That is fucking awful. Yeah. And, you know, I I don't know how I would feel about life if I had gone through all the things that you've gone through. She had hoses turned on her and everything. Just trying to fight for her own rights. And they talk about how the federal government, this is the other thing, too, that just hit my head. Um, how they are the ones who try to push peace between racists. It's absolutely false. False. Because the only people who have ever tried to fix racism is private citizens, both black and white. The government has done nothing but get in the way. Yeah. And so, and the private citizens are the ones who get hurt, and they try to make it out like, we're not doing anything. That was another thing that it talked about, and I was just like, oh, uh, damn. Like, that's a really good point, because you look at, you know, Martin Luther King Jr., and how when he started trying to fix things... Mm -hmm. The FBI found out about how he had had affairs mm-hmm. and turned all that information to Coretta mm-hmm. to try to get them to have problems so that he would shut up and get off the his, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. soapbox about trying to fix race relations. Right. So they literally were trying to do everything they could to cock block him from fixing the problems. And I don't care what, if he did cheat on his, which they say that he did, that's between them. Exactly. That is not any of our fucking business. And that has nothing to do with the fact that he was out there trying to fix the issues that we have. Yeah. I mean, the, I have a dream speech, is iconic, but out of anything that he's ever said that has ever struck me in any way is, um, you know, darkness cannot drive out darkness, only light can do that. Right. And, I mean, that's, that is so powerful. So, you have all these people who are just trying to, you know, add to the problem And you have the private citizens who are trying to make it better, and they just keep trying to throw darkness on it. sometimes I wonder, like, I do think the news needs to report on this because people do need to see that, yes, we need to fix this problem. But sometimes I wonder if the way that it gets spun is a way to make it harder on us to try to figure out a way to get along and to try to find a way to fix it.
1: Or it's just for the ratings. Yeah. It's for the ratings. But how do we overcome this? You have to educate yourself. Like seriously, like I remember a segment, Kelly, and this has nothing to do with racism. This, mm-hmm. is, this is a red trail. I remember when I um, worked corrections, and there was a just supposed scabies outbreak mm-hmm. that was put on the facility that I was working at. But it wasn't put. It was never told that the correct the inmates from the their, their initial place because I'm going to let me see how, how can I call this the county facility went some of the inmates that were there for the longer sentence they would come from the county lockup to a private lockup but the it was the county lockup where they had the scabies outbreak but nobody was talking about it they always was talking about it with the private one yeah and so it was always <clears throat> issues with the private but they didn't talk about it came from the public. Yeah. I mean, you know, the county lockup. Yeah. And so, it's just how it's reported. It was never mentioned, but it's just how it comes across because this because this is how people portray it. Yeah. And so, you just gotta... You know, there's always... Let's say, there's three sides to every story. Mm-hmm. Your version, my version, and, and the, the truth. truth.
0: Yeah. So... Going back to what I told you about what one of my friends had said mm-hmm. about feeling guilty to be white as a black woman, how does that affect you? Like, how do you feel about that comment?
1: I don't want you to feel guilty about being white. I just want you to treat me the same way that I'm treating you. Yeah. I don't want you, I don't want anything from you. I don't want you, I don't even want any preferential treatment. I don't want you to kiss my ass. I don't want you to hate me. I just want you to look at me as person. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. I don't want you to feel guilty. I don't want to feel guilty. Yeah. I just want you to look at me as the same person. I want to be, I, I want
0: you to look at me as your equal. Yeah. So I guess it makes me wonder like, what is it that we all need to do? Like, what kind of narrative? And is it even a narrative? I mean, I guess in my opinion, it's just like empathy and common sense for fuck's sake. But what is it that we need to do to end this shit? Because, you know, every time we talk about it, we talk, and that's when we started doing this season. Yeah. Because it's just like, Jesus, y'all, it is 2022. Xander, okay, here's another thing that happened to us that I wanted to talk about on the podcast. So Xander's girlfriend is black. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm sorry. She might be mixed. I think she's other stories. She's mixed. She's mixed. Um, but she regardless, yeah, she's still. Mm-hmm. In the minority. She's got darker... She's the darker-skinned black. She she's is, the darker-skinned... darker, skin, darker skin, uh. Well, she's, she? she's actually darker-skinned than Zarian. Like I said, she's the darker yeah, skin Yeah, so black. if you didn't know, you would think that she was black. Yeah,
1: because she would... She
0: could be... If you didn't know about it, she would probably be my child. Right. So, she was adopted. I don't know if she knows who her biological parents are. She had a very difficult time with her adoptive parents, and she ended up moving in with her friend and her mom. Mm-hmm. And hmm um, And... Of course, Xander met her working at Little Caesars mm-hmm. and it's just over the moon. They're gonna have, if they stay together and get married, which she's in the Navy, I don't think it's gonna happen. But if they do, they're gonna have beautiful children, like gorgeous children. Because mm-hmm. she is gorgeous. I'm partial. I think my son is super handsome. So I can't wait to see if that does happen. You bring those grandbabies to again, again. But, anyways, um, People were looking, um, so they all went out after she graduated from the mm-hmm. Navy. Um, for those of you that don't know, I flew my son up to Chicago so he could see her graduate. He hasn't seen her in, like, I think three months. Yeah, it's three because it was, like, right after graduation. Yeah, and um, she shipped out. And so, anyway, she um, she graduated a little late, but she still graduated. And he had a day to spend some time with her before she has to go to Texas. mm mm-hmm. So, I flew him up there because my lazy ass is not driving. Oh, i don't blame <laughs> and, I, and I also had a um, free passenger ticket from my um, Delta card. So, I was just like, fuck it, we flying. But um, we get up there and she only had three tickets, so I couldn't go. So, it was Xander, the woman who took her in, mm. and her best friend. Gotcha. Who she calls her mom now. Gotcha. And so, anyways, uh, and they're white. Okay. So, um... You know they all go there and there's and Xander said that and the mom confirmed this because you know I always think my kids exaggerate about everything because they're kids mm-hmm. but he was just like yeah, everybody was looking at us like oh like oh she no she's really short she's really short and so they're all looking for a white girl mm-hmm. and then up runs Macy crying her eyes out who looks like she, she does not look mixed she does look like she's probably black mm-hmm. and um, she runs up and she hugs everybody and all three of them were telling me when we went out to lunch after the whole thing was over, how everybody looked so dumbfounded. I can believe it. That you know, this girl comes running up and looks nothing like them, and is just hugging them and crying and calling. And, you know, they're saying, "Oh no, we're looking for our sister." And mm-hmm. um, her friend's wearing a shirt that says, "My sister's in the Navy," mm-hmm. and just and I'm like, "What the shit? It's 2022." people I- adopt mixed-race babies, black babies, Chinese babies. Like, who fucking cares? Right. Who fucking cares? Like, <laughs> But I'm gonna tell you, it, it's it's the look people
1: get, because I remember when I was, when I went to see CJ, because I remember it so well. Mm-hmm. Me, Granny, Granny Lynn, and Papa were there. Um, then, because mm-hmm. Renee and I drove, Renee and Christian and I drove mm-hmm. to, um, where the fuck it was and you know everybody you know people were you know there wasn't a whole lot of racial couples there but I yeah. was there with CJ so everybody would look again it's always they're, they're looking like it's a black woman with that white boy
0: yeah what the hell do you think it's because it's the South? Like I wonder if we have listeners that are in like, you know, the the West Coast or the, you know, northern Midwest or the North, is it a southern thing? Like is this something that we're trapped in because we live in the South and like we just kinda have not socially progressed like other people?
1: I think on the West Coast it's more accepted, but I feel like I feel like it's not that bad in the South. Maybe it's just me. Maybe i yeah. maybe I'm stupid.
0: But I feel like it's worse in the North. Really? I feel like it. So I get jealous sometimes <laughs> because, like, I watch certain shows and, like, there's stuff that comes on TV, and you look at how, like, in other countries, like in Europe, this is such a non issue. Right. Yeah, there are some where there are, you know. I, I mean, like, we could have a full on season about how the Jewish people have had it, like, horrible. Yeah. Okay. God, I watched a documentary on that, and I was just like, damn. They have had a lot of shit happen to them. I never think about like Jewish racism, though. Right. But I don't know if that's because it's not in the media as much as it is, you know, like the black and white issues.
1: Well, I'm going to tell you, just like when COVID hit, then there was racism against Asian Americans.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it was all their fault. Mm-hmm. Even though. Absolutely. Nobody that was targeted lived or, you know, like, came over here with COVID from China.
1: Right. And it's just like the monkeypox. Now they, they targeted the damn uh Gay people. Gay
0: people. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? Like, why do we have to? And it's probably the fucking government. Oh, God. Sometimes I hate saying stuff Did like that. Did I show that. you what the, the CDC like, website says about? Uh... No, but I read it. Because whenever shit like this happens, like, I go straight to the CDC. Which, I don't fully really trust in their shit either. Like... Everything's so politically driven, and everything is so politicized right now. It's just like I'm gonna make my own fucking decision about shit because, damn.
1: Exactly, because it was funny because they were like, "Don't have sex with men, have sex with your clothes." On. I said that shit to mom. Mom said, "Does it can- say have sex with your clothes, girl?" On? Yes, it
0: does. Wait. To- ha- so, if you have sex with your clothes on, but there's still penetration, you're okay.
1: Girl, I'm gonna take because I said it to mom. Mom said, "What the hell you said it to me for?"
0: Are I- we Mormons with our magic pajamas? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know,
0: girl. Sorry, I'm not trying to be had torto Mormons. <laughs> I just said that they have magic pajamas. And they got magic pajamas? Yeah. What? I had a friend who was Mormon, and they sleep in magic pajamas, Boy. and they have sex through holes in the sheet like handmaid's tails. Shut the hell up. That's what they told me. They could have been fucking with me because I'm global as hell, and <sighs> I'm probably sounding like really stupid and ignorant right now. <laughs> but that's what was told to me. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be stupid. <laughs> I know. Have virtual sex with no in-person contact. Well, I mean, that just makes relationships more easy nowadays, I know. right? I mean, that's, that's called common sense. Yeah. Masturbate together at a distance of at least six feet without touching each other and without any rash or sores. Well, I mean, that could be fucking herpes with a gift that keeps giving. <laughs> I know. I mean, so do you know? I don't know. I don't know. Um, consider having sex with your clothes on or covering areas. <laughs> so we're talking about some of that rubbing, that rubbing action. <laughs> Where the rash or sores are present, reducing as much skin-to-skin contact as possible. So, what is it, um, like...
1: I don't know, girl. I was... was,
0: Dry humping? Yes! Dry humping. Yes. Avoid kissing. Well, that one shot out the window quick, fast, and in a hurry. Remember to wash your hands, fetish gear, sex (laughs) toys, and any fabrics, bedding, towels, clothing after sex. Probably do that anyways. Yeah. (laughs) So I would never be a cleaner for a hotel. Me either. Um, limit your number of partners and avoid opportunities for monkeypox pox to spread. I mean, this kind of sounds like what they tell you about AIDS. I know. So is monkeypox actually killing people? No, but I mean... But I, it's like chicken pox, right? Except it's monkey pox.
1: Yes, but I mean, it's the shit like that because I had to I, sit at the mom because I was like, here, this is what y'all need. Sorry, right?
0: screenshot. I'm over here trying to go up and down. <laughs> trying to share things like towels, fetish gear, sex toys, and toothbrushes. If you're sharing your toothbrush with somebody and you're not at least married to them, which is still kind of gross, it
1: is gross. Then
0: you have bigger problems than fucking monkeypox.
1: Like if you have to use my toothbrush, you can have it after that.
0: Right. Like I mean, I share my towel with CJ, but okay, a towel. My body is clean when I'm drying but it off, so I'm not too worried about that. A
1: towel. Yeah. But you're not sharing a toothbrush. No, no. You put you put. He's putting his germs on
0: your germs. Right. Right. You wanna know why I don't share a toothbrush? I can't tell you because it's gonna be recorded, and the other person might find out. Lord, <laughs> I'll tell you later. If you or your partner have or think you might have monkeypox, and you decide to have sex, <laughs> consider the following to reduce the chance of spreading the virus. I know. What should a person do if they have a new or unexplained rash, sores, or other symptoms? Go to your fucking doctor. I know. Man. That's what I'm saying. Shit. It's shit like that. They just think we're all stupid. Here's my thing, though. Well, there's like 90 cases in Tennessee, and they're acting like it's fucking pandemic. People are lining up in Nashville to get the damn vaccine. Can we do things on the news that really matter, like ending racism? Nope. Not. I mean, why not? Right now,
1: we're still talking about COVID number. No, we're still talking about Ukraine.
0: Yeah. I haven't seen anything about COVID in a while. Nope. So, is we're... it still bad? Yes.
1: Oh. Our after hours, girl, had, had four in, in in you know where yeah where your husband works at. Uh, they had forty they had forty patients last night. With COVID? Yeah.
0: Well, fuck me, running Shit. I was like feeling better about it because I haven't heard anything about it. No. Just ask
1: me. Because like
0: the, maybe I don't want to because then I'm just gonna start feeling like all like mm. like
1: my doctor the other day, well the doctor that I worked for it. She was. She came to me talking about, "Can I go outside and swab this this kid?" Yeah, you sure the hell can, Aunt girl. You sure can. Yeah. <laughs> like pause and think
0: and re yeah. <laughs> reevaluate the statement. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you Do you want to go outside in the hot and, and swab this kid? Yes, ma'am. You can. Yeah. I will not be doing it. I have to go hold. I have to go hold a
0: child. Right. So here is some crazy shit. Since we're rabbit trailing on COVID, my sister. Just got it for the third time in two months. Honey. Tested positive every single time. This new variant, you can get sick, get better, and turn around and get it right back again. And I was just like, I need you to not work the week before you come to Sophie's wedding. Right. That's Boy Mary.
1: <laughs> that's what Moneybag Joe has. Because you know he he's got it. He's gotten it like three
0: times. Well, his wife has too. Yep. Moneybag Joe has had it like three times. So they're just like giving it to each. Okay, so real quick. And if you don't want to answer this question, it's fine Because I know you're not supposed to talk politics. What do you think about him? Way
1: back, Joe. Mm-hmm. I don't have it. I, you know, at this point in time, you know what, I just feel like if you just give me, let me do it,
0: Yeah, I probably could do a pretty good job. <sighs> okay, cool. I, wanted, so I really want to hear what people think because I'm, I'm very libertarian. I think that we should abolish party politics. Yeah. I think party politics is bullshit. I agree. And um, I think that's what's wrong with America. Yeah. It ain't ever going to happen, though. Because everybody's got to identify with something. But if you did, don't you think you would actually pay attention to the people instead of what party they're
1: for? I would Because seriously. Because, you know what? Even there were a few things that I agreed with with the previous administration. A Mm -hmm. few things. Yeah. Not all of it. Not even 75% of it. Oh, but a few of it
0: he would have done so much better if he just kept his fucking mouth shut
1: you know what it, hmm, girl we're not even gonna talk about him.
0: yeah i just looking at him and thinking what the fuck what huge it's tremendous <sighs> <laughs> but anyways
1: <laughs> but like seriously I'm just like yeah but you can keep getting it like seriously
0: I just look at it and it's just like I don't like any of these fucking politicians because not one of them are making a decision for any of us. I know you you not of us.
1: You're not this. You're not. You didn't call me and be like, "Hey, Krisha, what do you think about this?" Yeah, that's for you and your friends.
0: I know they say the voting means your opinion matters, <laughs> but do they ever do anything they say they're gonna do? Mm-mm. I mean, sometimes maybe, but for crying out loud, can we just get some Joe Schmo with common sense that knows how to finance things? I think CJ should run for something. But he's like, Shit, my sketch is so pass or my, my past is so sketchy. My sketch is so pasty. Now y'all see what kind of week I've had. He was just like, You know what kind of stuff will come up on me? And I was just like, Are you fucking kidding me? Our last president just said that he could go out and shoot somebody in the street and nothing would happen to him. And his catchphrase for the longest time was grab her by the pussy. I remember that. So I kind of feel like your life has been super tame <laughs> compared to I- that horse shit. I know. But yeah, he would be fucking he would be a great present. I'm writing in. Oh my god, let's start campaigning for CJ and he'll have no idea. We're gonna start right right in CJ Wyatt. <laughs> <laughs> Carlton
1: Because <laughs> I'm telling you, it's just like because he was just like seriously, that's why that's what like where Zarian gets his his relaxed yeah you know, laid back. Yeah. From because he was just like, what he gets a little
0: bit like, oh my God, mama. <laughs> Zarian cracks me up. That kid's a hoot. Yeah, girl. sound like a grandparent when I say that. Kid's a hoot. Honey, I don't know. You know, word, 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 he, he
1: texted me today talking about his Nana, but we're going we're gonna to get back on this, this critical race because
0: we only have nine minutes left. Nine minutes left. Okay, yes. so that means that we have some time to wrap this up. Put a pretty bow on it.
1: We're never gonna get through talking about this this season because we're still gonna talk about it but you know today it was just one of them things that you know I feel like seriously as for your friend Mm -hmm. I just you know I hate that he feels that he's gotta be
0: ashamed but you know for me
1: I just want him to treat me the same way he would treat
0: you. And maybe this is, maybe I'm saying something that um, the black community has felt for so long. Mm -hmm. And so hopefully, you know, this can be identified with. But with the whole critical race theory thing, like, I am just so offended by this whole thing telling me that I am something that I am not. Right. And I don't know if that's something that could bridge a gap. I mean, because just based off of conversations that I've had with people, it's just like, no, you might not think that I understand, but in some ways, I kind of fucking understand. I mean, when Rodney King happened growing up in Atlanta, mm-hmm. I mean, there were a lot of black people who, even if I were friends with them for a very long time and grew up with them, they were targeting white people mm-hmm. that had absolutely nothing to fucking do with it. Right. Right. So, I've been in situations where I've had a target on my back, but not, like, historically. It's not been, like, a historic thing that, right. you know, black people have had to go through. But instead of us fighting amongst each other mm-hmm. about something that most of us don't agree with, we right. have to push back to the people who are putting it on us. Right. I mean... And that's where I feel like we're at. Like, at some point in time, we have to choose to do that instead of blame each other when most of us have nothing to do with it. Right. Right. I agree. Yeah. So, that, that's where I'm at with it. I agree. Like, I know that there is no point in time in my life where I've ever had to be marginalized as much as, you know, someone of color has been. Right. But then there's also, you know, we do have all different experiences. And I do know that I have some white friends that I grew up with that have stayed in... Mm -hmm. a community that where they're the minority. Right. You know, and they've had to experience things where they have felt like outcasts. So I think that we all have to share ownership and how we treat one another. And at the end of the day, y'all, it is motherfucking 2022. We shouldn't be still doing this. No, if you cut my skin, my blood is red. If I cut your skin, your blood is red. We all have the same fucking physiology going in under this thing that is just a shell.
1: Right, but you know what I think about... Because you have to look at it. like I look at it. When you're going and you're donating blood, mm-hmm. you're getting blood of any racist going to donate it.
0: Right. Oh, that's a really good point. I've never thought about that before. Yeah. Good point. So, if you're a racist, you better not take any of that blood because you don't know who you're getting. Yeah. You could get Maylene.
1: Uh, Maylene. <laughs> you could get Jose. You can get Daquan. Or you can get Travis. Yep. Who knows?
0: Thomas or Thomas. I don't know. What's the widest name? I'm gonna go with Gregory. <laughs> no, I dated a black guy named Gregory, so that's not. I can't say that. That's not true. Um, Phil. Ooh. No, I know a Phil, like okay. Phil. So not Phil. Um. Poindexter. No. Chuck. Chuck. No, because I've known a black Chuck. So did I. Yeah. You're like, so did I. <laughs> <laughs> You're like,
1: hold on. Let's see.
0: Robert? No. Nope. Because my um, friend niece's husband's name's Robert.
1: No. Um,
0: Stanley. Stanley's a good one. Nope. I know a black Stanley. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't. <laughs> but I'm sure there's well, one out there. Let me see. Uh,
1: me... Carlton.
0: Nope, no. because of Carlson oh, and yeah. fresh Prince. <laughs> Hold
1: on, look, I'm thinking of some of my providers. I'm like, <laughs> like,
0: over here like, A, B, C, D, let's start. Mark. Mark's a good one. Mark. I've not known a black Mark. Yep. I need to go through my Facebook and like look up Marks and see <laughs> yeah. if that would work or not. Todd. I got it. Yeah. I only know white Todd's. I don't know a black one. No, I don't either. I only know mm-hmm. white Todd's. So, okay, so what is the blackest name you've ever heard? Lucretia. Oh, I got you on this one, Turkisha. Oh, Lord. Second grade, we used to race to see who could get our homework done fastest, me and Turkisha mm. Loved her and hated her because she always beat me. Just always, if, if her name's got a sh in it, it's, it's yeah. like his name. Yeah, but I, she's the only Turkisha I've ever known. I know. So, I know a white Lucretia though. I don't. I do. I think it's actually Greek. It is a Greek, it is. Yeah, but I do know a white No, I don't. And that was before I ever met you. Hey, I'm tough. She was a client. No, never, never,
1: I've never met a, a black Lucretia.
0: I'm just going to be like Michael Jackson. You are not alone. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Lord, have mercy.
0: But how many Kellys do you know that spell their name like I do? Nobody. That's the, so growing up in Atlanta... Whenever anybody would, like a teacher, my first, first day of school, they'd say Kelly and they'd look at the only, or not the only, but they would look at like one of the black girls in the room, but they never looked at me. <laughs> and I'm just like, you just say Richardson, just say Miss Richardson, yeah. or just say Richardson, it's Kelly. Right. They're <laughs> called Kaylee, Kalai, Kelly. When they try to pronounce every single letter, that's my favorite because that takes talent.
1: I know, because like, it's funny because whenever we would go, I would take Zarian to the doctor. They call him Zarian. That's what I was calling him. Zirian. Really? Yeah. Zarian. But it's so clearly Zarian. Zarian. Here I go. Come on, Zarian. Like, i
0: almost named to Zion. That would have been fine. And yeah.
1: I, but I have to on, Come on.
0: Let's go Zarian. Come on, Zarian. So if I start calling him Zarian, he'll know what I'm... Yep. Oh. Zarian. How upset he going to get? He's going to look at you. What'd you say, man? What'd you say? No. So from now on, because he's been referring to himself in the third person again? Oh, Lord. And the next time he does it, well, Bubba doesn't think that's a good a- Bubba <laughs> or Zarian, <laughs> Because I think Zorian might not agree with that. Lord have mercy. <laughs> what the hell? He's had a tough... <laughs> had a tough- <laughs> I'm going to lose the last extension last night, that one. <laughs> Oh, Lord
1: have mercy. Well, Zorian said...
0: Take your ass <laughs> to bed. Quit <laughs> doing that. Zoron, you need to stop acting like that. <laughs> He's going to be so mad at you for telling me about that. And oh, I'm wow. going to run into the ground.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not supposed to. You're supposed to. That's how. Like, I I want you to torture Zeri in the way that I
0: <laughs> so. We all do. All mothers want somebody to so. torture their child. Yeah, so that way he can appreciate it. Right, right. And again, That's love. And afterwards,
1: I'm going to tell him. Did you die? Yeah. But did you die?
0: <laughs> we need to change our podcast too. but did you die? <laughs> okay, y'all, oh, we gosh. are 30 seconds out of time. Yep. So, we are going to try to do better after this freaking wedding is over with, coming back and solving the world's problems. But if you do have any suggestions any education you would push my way um, or mine yeah or if you want to be on the show and talk about how you've had to deal with your own issues with racism please reach out to me or lucretia um we would love to have you be a part of the show so we can help spread some type of awareness and help people be able to come together all right we're out y'all to-